Welcome back to the Sober Bartender Podcast. I'm your host, Brandi Kelly. Today's guest is Casey Burroughs. She's the owner and founder of Uncommon Sobery, which is a soap business that she created during the pandemic. In exploring what she calls, quote unquote, eggplant soaps, and I just want to give a little disclaimer, the eggplants are not eggplants, but in uh, just messing around, she found a love for creating soaps and using natural ingredients. And um, we get into a whole lot more than that. Casey had a, a corporate job. I'll let her tell you the story. But I just really wanted to share that there's always another way. And what seems is the only way or you're stuck in the path that you're on. Casey is a great example that you can really go any direction at any time and be successful. So we also get into a whole lot more. Her and I have always discussed the four agreements and the importance in implementing them into your daily life and just how to show up and be a better partner. And uh, this is a really special episode and I hope you enjoy it. Okay. Hello, Casey. Hello. So we're here with my dear friend, Casey Burroughs, and (laughs) owner and founder of Uncommon Sopery. Can you tell me how it started? Mm. Wow. Yeah, basically it came out from, yeah, I'm an outside territory sales account rep manager for an international company. Then when COVID hit, everything shut down. And there's no more happy hours with my friends. There's no more uh, taking clients um, out. There's no more dropping off gifts. There's no more product knowledge meetings and lunch and learns. Nothing. I have like nothing. So at the same time, uh, a few months after that, my husband got a job working out of town. So I really had like nobody. It was just, it was just a very... It was a very big adjustment in my life because I always felt like I needed to, I always felt like I needed to be like busy, right? Like if I'm not busy and I'm not, have, I don't have my schedule packed, then I ain't doing shit. So I think for me, a lot of people say, oh, you know, COVID was terrible because A, B, C, and D. But for me, it actually helped me learn patience and also uh, perspective and how to slow down and enjoy every single moment and enjoy the process. Enjoy the journey. We get one life and it kind of came out of it. Um, I have had some startups before they've all failed. (laughs) So I kind of knew what not to do, but really it's all trial and error. And this one just took off. I mean, with the support of amazing friends and family like y'all, I mean, I could, I could not do this. If you guys didn't like, like this stuff and, and love giving it, then, then I wouldn't, I wouldn't still be here. I'm on my third year now. And it's incredible. It is. So did you start it as a hobby or were you starting it like with a business plan? Or was it like, it would be so cool if this blew up? So, um, because I remember remember the first thing that I saw was like your, your interesting soaps. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, the eggplants. I had okay. So this is what happened. I was on Instagram. This is before COVID, and I this is a, probably a year before, like 2019. And I was on Instagram, and I saw this. I saw this girl, and I was fascinated. So I'm like, oh my gosh, like these are beautiful eggplant soaps. Like, 
I, I go, when I get like a bunch of extra money, I'm giving every single one of my girlfriends one of these. Like, I don't care if they have <laughs> kids. I don't care if they got to hide it. I don't care if, if their mom and dad come into town. No, everyone's getting one. This is so fun. And so I bought some because COVID hit and I had nothing, I had like nothing else to do. And so I bought them and I was, and I was like, I got them and I was kind of like taking them apart. I'm like, shit, I can do this. Can I do this? And then, so I went to, I literally went to Michael's, bought like, I went to Etsy, got the molds, went to Michael's. Mel and pour is just basically you heat up the soap, you put it in the, in the mold and that's it. And uh, I was like, okay, wow, I can do this. And like, well, I really hate Melton Poor. I've done that. It was fun for me because I'm not creative like you. (laughs) Yeah. So it was, um, I just uh, like, wow, like I could really learn how to do this with like a cold process soap, which is also, um, you know, I use like luxurious butters and oils and, and it's just the process of it. It, it takes, you know, a, a, a minimum of six weeks to cure. And just the whole experience of it is just a, a high quality soap, which I always wanted to make. So one day, so I had extra batter, right? And then uh, I was making these little bars for extra. And then I was like, oh, I'll just give these away, whatever. And I think my husband was like, um, case. <laughs> uh, it's, you know, I, I, when I could, he would come home from traveling. Right. And he would literally walk in the door with like 50 eggplants all over the whole house. And he's like, Oh, what are you doing? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> so I, ended up, I can um, imagine. Yeah. So, uh, one time I was experimenting with like this suction cup and I, uh, had a glow in the dark one that I was making and I put it in the, my bathroom and for whatever reason, he goes in there like two o'clock in the morning, turns on the light, goes, come back, turn off, turn off the light. And he's like, what the, what the fuck? Like, what is this? No man should see this. No man should see what I just saw in their wife's bathroom. So he loves that joke. But, um, anyway, so the batter I started doing and, uh, so what happened was, which is very interesting is that somebody, I don't know who don't really care had kind of snitched on me and said I was selling these eggplant soaps and then got a letter from HR. And I was just like, you know, not saying I couldn't have a business, but, but just saying like, uh, Hey, you're on social media and this is connected to your account. And I'm like, okay, that's fair, whatever. Uh, so, you know, I, I am very, I love my social network. It's, it's, it's a beautiful way to reach out to people and, and to still feel connected. So anyway, I started making the bars and then it just, that just kind of exploded. And I still make the others. I mean, uh, I do live here in Lake Las Vegas. The average age is like 65, 70. And they are like giggly ladies who just love to laugh and live the life. And like, I love that. So they are just my, they just buy them all and give them all away to their friends and stuff like that. So it's just been fun. So I just want to pause. So when that, like, you briefly touched on like somebody snitched on you. And like, I'm sure that in that moment it felt like, Oh, what the fuck? But yeah, that's such a blessing because really where you're at now is Mm -hmm. you're not in that corporate job, right? No, no, I, I just, I did put it on a pause and I, of course, doubt always comes in and was like, maybe you shouldn't do this. Like, Oh, your job's more important. And, 
And what are you going to do now? Right. So all those, all those thoughts come in your mind and then you're like, you know what, eh, just pivot and do the, do it this and then enjoy the process and, and make salt scrubs and body scrubs and, and have your friend make candles and do whatever. Right. Like there's a thousand of things you could do right now. And so, yeah, so September, not September 1st this year, I decided that, you know, we're just no longer matching values and fitting the job. So I decided to, uh, you know, it's time to move on three and a half years, but Brandy, guess what? Like in the three, in the, it's been two months now, right? Yeah. September, October, November, I've lost 15 pounds and off three medications. And I think this is very important to tell my story about the, about meds, because it's like, okay, so, you know, when you have heart palpitations from working on Monday or like, you know, oh, your boss wants a meeting with you or whatever it is. And like, you're just, your body is just like, what is this tension? Like, what is this aggravation? Like what? And you're like, okay, well, there's a pill for that. Okay. Take that one. Okay. Well then now you have these other symptoms. Okay. I can't focus now because this job's requiring me to, to focus and do this and do, do it their way. And I'm like, how does anyone do this? How is anyone doing this correctly? And I kept asking that I kept, and I could never get an answer. Like, how are y'all doing it? How, how, and how is it possible that you guys are getting this all doing six to eight visits a day and like anything quality, you know, what about like, where's the quality in that? That's just quantity. And Anyway, so then you take a pill for that. And then that pill causes this. And you're just like, oh, and I'm just over it. And it sounds like it was just up. completely unnatural to your being. It was very unnatural. So anyway, off all three. And I feel great, amazing, and focused, and surprisingly non-anxious at all. <laughs> so... um it actually is a story because I, I hear this a lot. And for whatever reason, I keep hearing it from other people who are like, oh, I love my job. And it's like the one I want to retire from, you know, because we're all in our mid 40s. Right. And we're like, OK, so what where can we get this job that's going to like sustain us to our quote unquote retirement that like nobody's going to retire because I don't see anybody going to do that. Nobody retires from the industry I was in. That's for sure. I neither. So I ended up. You know, it makes me, I, I do, when I hear them say that, I always want to address it and say, hey, there's got to be, let's do meditation, let, let, let's do yoga, let's do um, uh, just, you know, something else, anything else before you, you go down that rabbit hole. Because it's just, is dumb. And it's just, it's terrible for our bodies. And it's, it's, it is very unnatural. And you're not going to get anywhere. You're going to be miserable and hate your life. So moving on. (laughs) Yeah. So what, what I heard, like when you were describing your job is like, you were so focused on the big picture, right? We're so focused on like the end result and how you've like found your balance now is you're just doing the next good thing. Like you're just doing the next thing in front of you and you have all this like peace and clarity and health Mm -hmm. and wellness and you're focused on focusing on doing things that are like good for you and that fulfill you. Yes. Yes. And also one thing I wanted to do. So I'll, I'll have an idea for an example, this next 2023, my goal, I really want to find a um, nonprofit, but I want the not there's okay. Billions of nonprofits, right? Mm-hmm. There are, everyone's always asking me for gift baskets, which I have to like kind of reel in a little bit, a little bit, but 
Um, I really wanted to find one that was specific, right? Here in Las Vegas, we have a major, major homeless problem. It's it's very sad to me, especially when there's like, when I see grandma and grandpa out there pushing a cart and I'm like, what, what, how? And like, that's one of my fears is like being homeless, right? It's always been like, even though I've never been homeless in 46 years, never slept in my car by choice, (laughs) maybe a night out, right? When I was 18, whatever. But, um, and so it's that, so I was, I, I, you know, I had, I have this thing. I'm like, okay, I want to do this and I'm going to do my hundred percent olive oil soap. So no fragrance, no, just hundred percent olive oil. That's it. Easy to make, like, could bust it out like 144 bars, whatever. So I have it in my mind. And then I said, you know what? When it's ready, it's, it will come to me. So then I went to a networking event this week with my designer uh, colleagues. And they you know, asked me for a gift basket. I gave it to them, whatever, which was great. And it's like a raffle to be a part of the good deed. And the good deed is exact. So the good deed actually, there's a picture they, they, so transitional housing, right. Mm-hmm. For people who, to want who need to start, but they have this kit, two towels, you know, bathroom toiletries. Uh, and I was like, wow, I was like, there's no soap in there. And I'm like, maybe I can put my soap. Like I visually, visually saw my soap bar soap in that picture. And I was like, oh my gosh, I think this is it. And so I was talking to the director and I was like, Hey, I'm, I really am. I really want to do this. And so she's like, she was just like, wow, yes, that'd be amazing. And so I have a call with her this next week to discuss like, how do I get it to you? How, how can I do that? And I just, instead of I've learned, I, I can't force shit. I can't force anything. It'll, it'll come to me and I can't force it. You know, now it's like all of these opportunities open. Right. And it's like some, Mm, that's not that's not really going to work for me, but I really have to think about it and be you know kind and be like, hey, you know, not right now. But some are fucking phenomenal, and I'm mm-hmm. like, holy shit, you want me to do that? Okay, like you want me to do like 20 gift boxes for your company? Like, oh, you want me to do like all your Christmas gifts for your whole entire friends and family list? Like, oh my god, and it like it really like it gives me chills. It me really too. does, and um, it's such a blessing. It's such a blessing. It is. And, you know, doubt, like I said, I'm human. Doubt comes in. I can't, you know, can't, is this sustainable? You know, how much do I have to sell? I got to pay my mortgage. Da, 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 da. Like all the things pop in all the time, but it's like, you know what? So when I, when I left my job, the first thing I did was interview. And I interviewed with like five companies, right? Went through the whole process with them all. And like, I got, I got zero offers, right? Mm-hmm. So this is what happens, right? So you go and like, you go and you're like, okay, I'm, I'm at this stage, this stage, this stage, this stage with all these companies. And then, and then you get nothing. You're like zero. I didn't got zero offers. And I got, I probably did like, I mean, hours of work, five phone calls each meeting in person, all the things, right. <clears throat> Such is life. And again, I feel that, you know what, when I'm done with the holidays and I'm going on a trip in December. My niece is getting married. I'm super excited about that in Dallas. Mm, that's right. And I am so excited. So here's my goal. It's like, okay, December 9th is the last day I'm shipping all the Christmas stuff. And I'll, you know, I'll reevaluate where I am there. If I still want to 
I still want to pursue, get a part-time job someplace, or if I want to pursue something else, or if I'm just keep, if I'm going to keep doing this, like I have the option and it's okay. Like whatever it comes and goes and flows, but I'm still going to hustle. Right. Yeah. Like I'm still going to do my shit. I'm still have goals. I still have like nothing ever comes to you. It's like your energy and yourself is radiated. And then what comes back? Some, some things are for you. Some things aren't, but you just have to be open to that and explore every option. And it just sounds like you're really in a, in a space of like allowing the things to come to you. Yeah. So it's like, you know, nothing just shows up, but like you said, also your energy, like when your energy match matches and like lines up, that's like the law of attraction. Basically. It's just like, you're there and you're showing up and it goes, Oh, okay. She's ready. Like, yeah. okay, here it is. Another thing is living in abundance instead of scarcity. Yeah. Um, is very, is huge for me. And I, that's a constant, that's a constant thing that I work with because scarcity is scary. It's fearful. It feels yucky. Um, <laughs> I don't like anything about it. So that's the, that's the part of being grateful, right? Being grateful yeah. for where you are and, and your health. And, you know, I'm grateful I go get to do a five-mile walk after this call. I'm grateful my neighbor, Blaine, uh, who just moved here from Florida, is going to help me, like, package the 20 orders I have right now before my live. Like, I'm grateful that, you know, I have the support and the love of my friend and family that, you know, that check on me all the time, you know what I mean? And I check on them. Like, and it's just, it is wonderful. It is. But I see that I'm not always in a space of receiving, right? We're not always no. in alignment with the universe. We're not always like, you know, there, but in this moment, I know I can enjoy that. And I know you can feel that, that, that part right now. Um, Cause there's been times with me and you, I'm just like, Brandy, fuck this place. I hate it here. I want to leave. I hate my boyfriend. He sucks. <laughs> like I just, it was just so much. Right. And it's like, you know, I didn't want to stay in that space. Like I knew like something had to give, something had to happen. And yeah. I always feel like things have to break to order to, to be better and to move forward. I call and it yeah, the, break, that, the breakthrough like. after the breakdown. Mm -hmm. Cause I'm the queen yeah. of that. <laughs> <laughs> shoot i and I, I i it's very interesting i i i was just you know in the kitchen this morning and and was thinking about a time where you know how you know how like something like something happens to us and we get triggered mm -hmm. and then we feel like we start crying you're like where does this come from but we're we're here like okay i i'm having this emotion where is this coming from why, why is it why Am I okay? You know, we have, we have to process like this, everything all day long. Well, if you can, it's amazing exhausting. that it's amazing that you're experiencing your emotions as the watcher of like, instead of being like, I am this feeling I'm having this feeling because mm -hmm. that's not something everybody gets to experience. That's actually something that I really want to draw attention to is like, we don't have to be our anger and we don't have to be that memory. Like we can just mm -hmm. recognize that it's there and go through those things. That's the work. Yeah. That's the journey. It is. It really is. I, I, yeah. So something triggered me, like um, maybe like an argument or something in the way. And then like I reacted, but I remember I felt the same way I remembered 
and I know where exactly it came from is when my stepdad, and this is very personal, but I'm going to share with you. My stepdad, we, we rolled my sister up in a carpet. It was in LA. We were young and dumb little kids. And then my stepdad had gotten so mad at us. He actually picked my brother up by his hair. And I was standing there screaming and like, that's the, that's the same thing I felt during that trigger this morning. Right. And so I have to be, so yeah, I'm crying. I'm doing the dishes. I'm bawling. Like, but at least I know, I'm like, yeah, you're an asshole for doing that. (laughs) You know, go back to that child. Tell him like, Hey, you're okay. And like, you know, just processing that whole thing instead of like holding on to that that scared little girl and like, what, you know, why are, why am I so, why am I so upset? And like carrying that all day long. And, and that is so it's too heavy. It's all too heavy for all of us. And I see that the release does come after the storm and, but we do have to process it. We do have to process it. And it just doesn't go away sometimes. Sometimes it comes up all the time, but until you know, and you recognize where it comes from, like you'll never, you're never going to get over it. You'll just keep experiencing that. And then that's yeah. how you meet the world is as that little girl experiencing yeah. those feelings that aren't necessarily your, the current version of you. Like it's not yours to carry, but right. being able to go back and like soothe that part of yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah it's amazing. It really mm-hmm. is. It is it's beautiful. I think, mean, and I, I feel that there's a lot of, um, um, women were very good at p- breaking through this, right? And I feel like men do not, they do not, they have a very hard time with it. And I, I, I'm hopeful that we as a society, as people, as neighbors, as family, as friends can get to the point where we can also, they can, all, men can also feel like how to feel the same joy of how to be healed. Yeah. I'm actually doing an interview on Tuesday with a man who <laughs> has gone through like some severe PTSD and is on like a Buddhist journey. And oh wow, um, he was really excited to share the male perspective of healing uh, and really bring attention to that. Um, I just want to so know excited. that like, you know, being friends with you and your husband and like, you know, yeah. being a part of your guys' lives for a few years, like okay. I've really got to see his struggle with like recognizing that there's an issue and recognizing that he's not willing to deal with it. Like he shared that with me and that was, you know, years ago, but it was just interesting because most dudes are just like, that's your problem. Like that's been my experience is that like the men that I've been with been like, that's your problem. Like you're wanting to dig this up. And I'm like, I'm not digging it. It's here. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, the, the willingness to heal, like the willingness to dig, it's uh for me it like the pain has to get great enough that I don't want to carry it anymore. Yeah. So like yeah. in you know in uh like the program of recovery we say pain is the touchstone of spiritual progress. Mm-hmm. I love that. Like, yeah, me too, but I wish that it didn't have to be. Like I wish that I would just wake up and be like, "Oh, we're just going to work on some stuff today" instead of waiting for it to just be front and center and be like, "Hey, I'm here." Yeah, it is. And, and, you know, we're all, we're all struggling. <laughs> yeah. All of us. Every we compare ourselves, but we don't know. No, because we have a very hard time being vulnerable, even with people who are right next to us. 
And I, oh, yeah. and it's, um, which is the most asinine thing if you think about it, because they know everything about you. They know exactly why you do the dumb shit you do. And you have nothing to lose or fear, really. Nothing to lose at all. Like, really, what do you have to lose? Like, not one thing. Mm -hmm. And um, I think that's the, that's a very interesting touching point is that part. Because, like, like, for real, like, what do you have to lose? You are here. I've found that, like, for me, I've projected, like, oh, well, they don't want to hear it. Or, like, you know, they don't. But that's me projecting. You and I have talked about the four agreements. My dogs are going nuts. There's a squirrel outside. (laughs) Um, We've talked about the four agreements. And, like, I feel like I talk about it. I try to talk about it every day because it's, like, we don't need to make those assumptions. Like, we don't need, like, we hold ourselves in this discomfort and this pain when we can just do our best and put it out there. Yeah, I actually have it printed out on a little push pad near on my near my bedside mm-hmm. I've had it for years now and um I think the thing about assumptions what I'm learning is okay I don't want to assume and then because assume that whole brings anxiety right like like I'll, right away I'll feel like oh why did he just say I'll tell can I text you can I t- can I call you back later like that's like a trigger like oh okay why uh, and and for, for other other people, it's probably like the fuck ever. Like, go do something. You know what I mean? Like, don't even think about it. Me, I'm like, why? Why do you answer the phone? Why do you want to call me back now? How long does it take to call me back? And then it's like, stop, stop. <laughs> the the spiral. Yeah. Maybe he's in the bathroom. Maybe he's talking to somebody. Like, he will call you back. Don't worry about it. Just say okay. Just say okay. You know. And I also feel that. I'm learning more is like how a not to be um, I don't, I don't feel like I take things personal anymore. I've definitely worked on that, but um, being defensive. Right. Oh, and I know that I've done this my entire life where it's like, say like, Brandy, you said something to me and it's like, hmm. They could be, it could be a boss. It could be my husband. It could be yeah. a friend. And it's like, all of a sudden I'm defensive. Oh, well, let me give you the whole story. Why my reasoning, my justifications mm-hmm. in my whole entire life, why I did this one thing instead of just answering your question. Right. Yeah. That's exhausting. Mm-hmm. And it's exhausting for the receiver. And I can definitely see that and how just being able to answer the question. It's <laughs> hard to break though. Cause it's like an instinct. Like for me personally, that's a go-to instead of just acknowledging and recognizing and then not feeling attacked and feeling like I need to defend myself and rationalize and uh, justify my behavior. It's like a defense mechanism (laughs) of like, I I need to defend myself. And it's like, you're not under attack. Yeah. So example, great example. Um, I went to the sauna and mine, uh, the are the separate women and men and his has been, they were broke for a week and then mine back up for a week. His is not. So every day I'm like, Oh, it's, it's not open yet. They say Friday. Okay. They say Monday, blah, blah. So, <laughs> uh, I, te- so I went to the spa, I went to the gym and I text them. I'm like, Hey, it's not working. Uh, they said Friday. I literally walked in the door and because I felt an energy that, he had just got an argument with his mom, right? Then I feel like it was energy 10 up here. So when I walk in the door, I felt that already. 
but I was like, he's like, was is the sauna working? And I was like, wow. I'm like, did you read your text message? <laughs> instead of, instead of just saying no and walk the fuck, walk away, just say, just walk away. If he wants to elaborate, if he wants to ask me, when's it going to be done? If he wants to ask, did I see anybody? Like answer all the questions, but no, because of that, because the way that I answered was the kind of, that was defensive. And then you were already on level 10. It just went left. And I was just like, well, that was kind of dumb. So maybe next time I could just be like, I mean, it's not, I mean, nothing's dumb, but you know, um, unnecessary, just unnecessary because I already felt the defensiveness. Right. Mm-hmm. And it was like, just say yes or no. That's all they want. <laughs> That's all they want. And it's hard. And it's, it's, it's a, it's a process, but you know, everyone has their own, everyone has their own shit. It's like, if I'm going to do, and in a relationship, it's like, okay, I'm, I'm I, what is the one thing that you would like that, you know, you would like me to work on? You know what? That's what I'm going to work on. I'm not going to try to fix shit else, but that one thing. I'm not trying to work on anything. I'm going to find out where it comes from. I'm going to figure out why it bothers you, why it triggers you. Like, you're going to be so annoyed, <laughs> like how, you know, the progress of it. But you know what? Vice versa. And if we're both not, if we're, if it's just one person healing in a relationship, like, that's which I see all the time. Like, oh, I don't have a problem or, oh, I don't need therapy or like, oh, that uh, I'm not bothering anybody with my own, with my shit. It's like, you're not because you are. <laughs> so bothering me. <laughs> um, it's just a lot of, it's just, a, it's a lot of things. And I feel like we have to show each other grace and we have to show each other love. And you know what time, because they ain't going nowhere and you have nothing to lose. And if they need five weeks not to not talking to you, you can, they can have five weeks not talking to you. You actually probably will enjoy the break. <laughs> I'm a newlywed, so that's not where I'm at, but I have been there. Yes. Yes. I yes. have been there so, uh, for yeah. sure. And it's not a bad, it's not a bad thing. Like, that's the thing. Like if it was, it's definitely not a bad thing. I mean, if it's, somebody's um, not talking to you to punish you, which I have experienced, that is a bad thing because that is emotional abuse. But if somebody yeah. verbally says, I need a break, like, I don't know where I'm at and I yeah. can't verbalize it, you know. Or, yeah, or like a major thing happened and then you, you can't even, you, because you of your understanding of yourself, of self and self-awareness, mm-hmm. holy shit, that must have been like unbelievable of how you, how that just ex- transpired and how you feel about that. Right. So you're like, you know what, when you're ready, we can reconnect. Like we're good. Like I'm just going to do my thing. You know what I mean? And it's like, sometimes we just need that, but I think we need to also, like you say, verbalize it. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, Hey, for me, sometimes like I, I just say, look, I don't feel good. I'm gonna take a nap. I'll text you if I need something like, you know, some people go in their room and they hide some people, you know, huff and puff. Like some people try to emulate what they want, right. What they, the, the, what they want from their partner, try to emulate it, but they don't get, they're not getting it. Cause they're like, I don't want to do that. Why should I do that? (laughs) There's a lot of things, but, um, you know, it's, it's all a journey and I I hope we all heal. (laughs) And well, we do, but growth isn't linear. So that's, that's the thing. It's like, we don't just keep getting better. It's those peaks and valleys. 
we, but also it's a beautiful journey to learn about ourselves though. Right. And to discover like, okay, why? Because I have a thing on my Facebook page. It's like, I'm just, I'm just a masterpiece trying to masterpiece in every situation, in every situation. And it's, it's not easy and it's a process and it's a journey. So just keep trying to move forward. Yeah. I'm proud of you though. I'm so, so proud of you. (sighs) And along we can help others, help others and, and just let them know how it helped us and what helped us. Not like, Hey, not saying you should do it, but maybe we should look into it. You know? Yeah. I don't know what everybody I don't know what anybody else needs, but I know that like when someone opened up, like I didn't even try to get help for like my drinking problem until somebody else that I identified with said, Hey, I'm going to check into this detox center. And I was Mm -hmm. like, Oh, we can do that. Like (laughs) we can, you know, cause she was like me, like, you know, she's a bartender and she's, you know, she's a party girl and she's the fun one. And like, And so, like, it was when somebody else spoke up and said, hey, I'm going to go and do this. And I wanted to tell you because I know, you know, it might be something that you want to do, too. Like, that kind of gave gave me the permission. Like, I allowed myself to, like, be willing to do that. Encourage. Encourage, too. Right. Yes. And be like, you know, wow. And it also see yourself in someone else. Yeah. But that's why I'm like, wow. I like to just put it out there and like be vulnerable so that nobody looks at me and goes, God, it's so easy for her. It's like, no, it's not, (laughs) but it's doable. It's possible. It really is. It really is. And I'm so proud of you, Brandy. Like you, there's a lot of stuff. Like you are very good at like, uh, I mean, putters was kind of weird for me. Right. Like since day one, I'm like, what the fuck is this place? And I'm clueless and I, you know, all the things. So like my husband um, loves this bar and everybody knows him and he's got this little family. And then here comes the wife and you're like, who are these people? Why am I here? This this is no, this ain't it. But you know, (laughs) everyone knows your name. Everyone already loves you. Everyone's always your best friend. And I'm just like, I don't know you guys. I don't know. I don't, this is weird for me. Right. But you know, but uh, it ended up like, the most incredible souls I've met there. Like mm-hmm. I can call right now and be like, I need you right now. And I love that part too. And, and it is only because of him, right? Because mm-hmm. I, I ain't going to put myself out there, <laughs> but um, it was a, yeah, it was a very interesting time experience. And, but now gosh, I can't even imagine leaving Vegas at all. Like I just can't even imagine living anywhere else. Like everyone comes to visit me. I have barely have to go anywhere. How long have I, you been in Vegas now? 2019, like four years. Okay. Yeah. Four years. It's been, it seems like longer, but. Well, I felt yeah. like we were like, we got so close and I mean, I left there in 2020. Yeah, I know. It was a very short, intense uh, okay. connection between us. Right. Mm-hmm. Um you know, especially that one time when you took me, you're like, I'm taking her home. I'm taking her home. And I'm just like, like that moment, like changed dramatically a, a lot of uh, the path. Right. And even for, I mean, I know, I, I don't know about for you, but for me, it was very um, profound and, and unforgettable and loving. 
and we didn't even talk. <laughs> just sat there. And, yeah. um, you know, just it was, to just it was be, a, just to remove yeah. yourself from like, because, you because it's like, I'm screaming, I'm screaming. And, but then like, I don't, I don't have, why should I be screaming? Like, why, why, why are you upset about this? Like, what's your problem? And I'm just like, no one is getting this. No one's understanding. No one can see me. No one can feel why I'm upset. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, except that moment. Like I, I felt seen, I felt heard. I felt, wow. Like, okay, someone gets it. Like that was like, Oh yeah. Yeah. And that's like, people ask like, why do you still bartend? And I'm like, there's so much good. Like it has come from, like, I have family now because being in that place, like, yeah, there's a lot of bullshit, but there are amazing connections. Like, that, like your family, like I, yeah. I go in there and I see people, you know, and I try not, you know, I see a lot that I don't want to see, but then yeah. like being able to show up for people. Like, I don't think that when that happened, I wasn't on a path to healing. No, you I weren't just, at all. I just, <laughs> well, no, not at all, <laughs> but just was, uh, but I still just, you know, I have, this love like when you know you recognize yourself in somebody else and it's like I don't I don't want to fix anybody but I want to be able to just show up and just hold space and it's powerful and you did that for my husband many 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 of times I did like you did I'm just like what like uh, it's just um I mean you probably you probably I mean I don't even know what even that even stopped or you know what I mean? Or what that even like put some different perspective in his mind about the situation that you guys had that conversations and stuff. And it's like, I don't know. I wasn't there. He's not going to share. Um, but I know it definitely made an impact for sure. I think you it helped. I mean? Oh, definitely helped <laughs> because me being so close to both of you, but separately, it's yeah. like, I have love. So I have no agenda <laughs> except love. Yeah. So being able to just offer love to each of you without trying to steer you in a direction. No. Like, yeah, I feel like that helped immensely. Yeah, it was definitely a gift. Definitely a gift for sure. And um, it's a, and it's like your superpower, right? To be able to do that for other people. And like, like not tell them what to do, not tell them what to do, but be like, you know, because you do feel like, I mean, there's some people you talk to and they're like nine minutes. They're not open to listening. They keep doing the same dumb shit. And you're like, I hope you heal. I say that a lot. I hope you heal. Because honestly, you get to a point where you don't want to hear it anymore because they keep doing the same dumb shit. And you're like, it's exhausting for us, Mm -hmm. you know? And it's like, then we have our own stuff. And, but, um, you know, I always, but I, I feel like, I'm always going to take the opportunity to, to say something to someone, you yeah. know what I mean? Even if they don't want to hear it because people have done that to me my whole life. And it wasn't maybe until 10, 20, 30 years later. And I'm like, wow. Wow. The little <laughs> very seed. A little yeah. seed was planted. <laughs> and then exactly. when you're ready, you can go to it and be like, Oh, Hello. Oh, hello. Hi, you, you're blossoming now. <laughs> yeah. You finally got some food and water? Okay. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. Uh, we're, we're just, we're, life is just crazy, isn't it? 
Life is humaning. (laughs) Ever changing. It's always changing. I mean, we definitely want consistency, but like, you know, I just want, I feel like I have a lot of consistency in my friend, in my friends and family. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Um, Which is very comforting in this time, in the, like our world, right? Where you're like, everything can just be taken away from you tomorrow. You know what I mean? And it's like not living in that catastrophic, but zone, but like really this moment right now is it. Is it? It is a gift. This is like what we're living right this moment. Nothing else is present is, is promised, you know? I mean, the past happened, but that's no longer here. So what we think of it is basically our imagination. Like the future is our imagination. We can, you know, draw conclusions based on what right. we learned in the past, but this moment is everything. Yeah, it really is. I always think about talking to my grandparents about, um, oh, what do you think I should do this? Or do you think I should do that? Or, you know, I would talk, they're very open with me and very like loving and listening and like, always like, whatever you want to do, <laughs> you know, but I would always come to them and be like, should I do this? And should I buy his house in Indiana? It's only 14 grand during the recession. <laughs> These are like, Oh, like, okay, that's what you want to do. And I'm just like, they try, but like, can you imagine them being like, fuck, I can't, I can't tell her what to do. I just have to be here during her journey. And if she catches, if she falls, I'll catch her and let her know we're here. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it was such a loving way of being because I feel like I find myself sometimes with my nieces trying to like give them advice and like, do things, but I'm thinking like, fuck, fuck, shit. I still got my own shit. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> Who am I? Nobody. So, um, that's a funny part too, right? Cause like, I mean, just think about when you were their age, 24, mm. you don't know, I mean, you don't even want to, I'm like, you don't even know what I wanted. I was doing at 24. So I just, yeah, I'm going to hey, not, you know what? You're here, you're here in this space and we're going to, we're, I'm here if you need me. <laughs> yeah. So it's very beautiful. Yep. So that's we, why I'm so proud of you, Brandy. I mean, thank this you. podcast is amazing. Um, being able to share, be vulnerable, and and real this real life shit right here, all of it. And so. I just I feel like I'm so blessed. I've got to meet the most amazing people, and it's like I hear you know, like there's this voice in my head, like who are you even going to interview? And I'm like everyone, like not everyone, but like. I know parts of people's stories because I get to see parts of people that they don't necessarily show to everybody else. Yeah. So yeah. Like when I, when I see you, like I see so much, like I'm so excited for you and I'm so proud of you. So I was like, Oh my gosh, we've got to get Casey on here. (laughs) We can talk about soap, but it's really just so exciting because you're doing, you know, you're doing what you're quote unquote supposed to do. And you're doing the corporate deal, but you've got this magic happening in your home. And like, now you're giving it all your energy and like that spills into your whole life. It does. Just like the anxiety from work spills into your whole life. So it is like just focusing on the beautiful things. I'd rather have that. I'd rather have not that than I'd rather have this, this, this type of anxiety, this type of like struggle than, than that. But you know, that doesn't mean I might not, I'm not going to go back or, no, but go you'll back. go back from a different place. But I'm going to go back from a different perspective and boundaries and being like, I ain't doing that shit. Right. And like, you know, like, 
all the things that you learn, but that's, ain't that, ain't that the journey though? Ain't that the part of it? It is. <laughs> that you yeah. have to do. So. And it would yeah. be silly to tell yourself, I'm never going to do that because you have no. this skill and this experience. Yeah. I've said, I'm not going to bartend anymore a million times <laughs> for like years and years and years and years. Yeah. And then when I, you know, started this podcast, I'm like, I'm going to embrace this. I am the sober bartender. Like, yeah, that. So, you know, we can talk about anything because the sober bartender covers everything. It covers it. It does. It really does cover it all. I love the name. Anything I can do to support you um, ever, like you just, I'm a phone call away and uh, just let me know. I'm here for you, Brandy. Our my success is your success, and um, like our connection is amazing. And I think that you just are like a, <laughs> you know, like this like shining star of bubble love and hearts, <laughs> and and feisty, and you know, um, awareness, and you know, like going like just just so loving. And like, there's so many I could say about you, but just know that. You're a phenomenal woman. You can do all things. And and I just love watching you on your journey, too. Makes me happy. (laughs) I love watching you, too. So before we go, will you just tell our listeners where they can find you and find your soaps? Yes. Thank you, Spirit. Uh, So Uncommon Soapery can be found on Instagram. It's just at Uncommon Soapery. And then Facebook... And TikTok, I do have a website. And uh, yeah, any questions, let me know. And uh, I'm doing a live today, so that's fun. And um, it's just, uh, you know, I'm real, I love listening to what people want and, 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 and you know, taking that into consideration and, and then figuring out how to make it. And, and uh, just, I love being that middle person to the giving people who want to give something a beautiful, amazing and know it's good shit, not shitty ass like gifts. Yeah. <laughs> I love being that middle person to be like, when they open it up, they're like, Oh, it's not a shitty ass gift. <laughs> <It's great." laughs> like, I feel like I'm just that middle person to that. So, um, yeah. And, uh, it's been, it's it definitely, I've heard it, it shows in my, in the love of it and the journey of it. People can see how much love and passion I have for it. So, <laughs> You know, here we are. And you know what? It's okay to have an exit plan too. Um, Absolutely. You know what? If I don't want to do this tomorrow, I have, I know exactly what I'm going to do. And you know what? I, I feel like life, it, it, things come and go. And if it no longer serves me, it doesn't. And I, I, I'm not even heartbroken of it. And um, yeah. So I look forward to 2023, getting through the holidays, working with a nonprofit yes. and, uh, and just uh, seeing my, my community do better. So I can't wait to see what's next. Clean hands, <laughs> clean heart, right? <laughs> yes, ma'am. Well, guys, I loved that. And if you loved it as much as I loved it, and you're listening from an Apple device, please, please find the spot where it lets you rate and review. Because when you do that, you help other people find the podcast. And we're trying to reach people that need to hear you know, the words that we're saying, just trying to spread the message of hope and the message of shifting your your perspective. You can find Casey 
on Instagram at Uncommon Soapery. And she's also under the same name on Facebook and TikTok. And as always, you can find me at the Sober Bartender Podcast and on Facebook as Brandy, Brandy Kelly. Or you can join the Facebook group where you can receive... You receive a little bit more of a different experience where you can see what I'm up to behind the scenes. Uh, There's a lot of footage of my adorable dog, Luna, getting in the way of me doing anything and everything in the studio. Please keep listening. Please keep going. Um, If you're struggling, reach out. Ask for help. And if you're not struggling and you're thriving, I see you. And I love you all. Thanks for listening.